Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Unapologetically You podcast. My name is Amanda Malandrino, and I'm an empowerment mentor, energy healer, and entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you up-level your confidence so that you can speak your authentic truth unapologetically. Think of this podcast as a homecoming ceremony for your soul and get ready to wake up the innate wisdom that lives inside of you. I know this is going to be a blast, so thank you for pressing play today. Now, let the fun begin. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Unapologetically You podcast. We have an extremely special guest today, a very dear friend of mine, and just someone who is taking over the fucking coaching industry with her authentic self-expression. I have Irene here, and if you guys know Irene Veronica on Instagram, Irene Rodriguez, she is a self-expression coach, and her work combines identity work, business strategies, and feminine embodiment so that your business actually feels like an extension of your soul. Her favorite thing to do is to help you drip your expression all over the internet through your content and make a fuck ton of money while you are doing it. Honestly, guys, I can just binge her Instagram content all day. And like every time I do, I grab onto value. You give so much value. You have these challenges that you do on Instagram, which I am obsessed with. And you just do like daily action steps that bring people into this place of like, wow, it really is safe for me to take up space. Honestly, if you guys follow her and absorb her energy, absorb her content, spoiler alert, you might just feel confident enough to dance your sexy ass off on camera just by being in her presence. And I'm not just saying that to hyper the fuck up because she does deserve that but you have activated me Irene that I did a a video a couple of months ago or, or, or a month and a half ago of me dancing on camera and like just by you being you being your sexy little self showing up online you are activating not only me but thousands of people around the world to be themselves too so that is so fucking powerful. That is such a risk to take on yourself to show up for women online and show up as yourself and, and sensuality and all of these, all of these elements that you bring into your work. You are the embodiment of being unapologetically you. So I think that's an amazing place to start. What an intro. What an intro. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Can you write all my copy for me as well? You right? <laughs> oh my god, I love you. I meant every word of it. You know, there's there's so many juicy bits that you said in there, and the one thing that I want to say when you say about you know when you get to my page, you want to you binge content. I really have this mindset around my Instagram that it's a party, meaning I want people. I really put a focus on the experience I want people to have when they land on my page. I'm not sure this is this is where we're going with that, but that just really calls mm-hmm. to me to say because I get that often that my content is binge worthy. Right. And I think about it. Like I actually spend time thinking about how do I want people to feel when they land on my page? Because community and connection, it doesn't just happen from the first DM. It doesn't happen from that. It happens from the moment they land on my page. 
So I take the time to think like I want people to feel, and my words are inspired to take action, confident, bold, you know, and I bring that in through the colors that I use, my energy, the songs that I use and everything. And I welcome people onto my page. And yeah, that's just intuition was saying coming hot with treat your Instagram and your stories like a party, have music, talk to people, ask questions, like look at it that way. Yes, but it's like, it's a party, but it's an extension of you. You are a fucking party. Like you are, you give me the vibe of like, you are the life of the party and you are inviting people into party with you. Your Instagram page is like a menu, a delicious, luxurious menu. It's literally the vibe I get when I go on yours. I'm just like luxurious, like black caviar, like <laughs> black caviar and just like I'm pulling up in like my hot pink dress so what does it mean to you to be unapologetically you in the simplest way it means showing up in whatever form you're in now that can mean when you're at your hypest energy with you're like all dancing and bubbly and fun or also when you are feeling like shit and not to take that not to take that in a space of like emotional dumping online. Cause we don't do that, but knowing that, you know what, I can show up like this. I'm somebody who can create content and show up for my community. Like, like, a, like Starbucks does every day, no matter what energy I'm in, because I love me even when I'm grouchy. So if you love me when I'm grouchy, great. But if you don't, that's cool too, because I love me. I love that. I love that so much. So how would someone gain the confidence to do that? Yeah. Like what's a good place to start when you are having those off days, what's a good place to start to gain that confidence to show up even on those days? It's one of those things to where it's like future you is going to think present you. It takes, it takes pre-work, pre-work for it. So it takes like when you are, we're talking about when you're low in energy or feeling like shit or going through something, right? It's really own, owning in on when your energy is high, when you feel good, creative, shit is good really own in and do all the things, meaning create the content, create the ideas. And you have to have that masculine structure to, let's say content, right? You have to have that masculine structure to, where you're like, my templates are ready to go. Here's how I organize my reels, my thoughts, my ideas, have all that set to go. And then when you're in that best energy of yours, video, create, start to write, even if it's like halfway done things, get it all out of you. If it's video, take all the videos, right? But here's the key. When you're taking these videos, you got to save them. You got to save them organized in your phone or else they're going to get lost in this sea of videos. So you have those. And then the next part, the next part is some identity work. Identity work to really know that I can create, I can make money, I can make content when I feel like shit. Because those days are going to happen. My, what does my art look like today when I feel like shit? So you feel like shit. So what does your best piece of art look like as you feel like shit? Because you can create. So let, let past you when you're all hype up, prepare for a future you when you don't feel well. So there's one piece to it, right? But I have, can we go more into this? I'm going to go into this a little bit more because you have to create the foundations and to do so. And I explain it in three C's, curiosity, conviction, and community. Now, now this is specifically getting into how to now you have the unapologetic you, right? How do you feel comfortable to share her online no matter what? The three C's. The first thing is conviction. Now, conviction is, it's basically your self-love, self your self-obsession. Like, love yourself so much 
that no matter what anybody says about you, it's good. Kind of like what I said when I'm grouchy. Like, if you love me when I'm grouchy, great. If you don't, cool, because I do. And it's being so convicted in who you are, right? And it's convicted and curiosity kind of, I'm going to explain them together. And it's owning your story, meaning owning your grouchy, owning your sexy, owning your silly, and really understanding that in order to be magnetic, it's science. You got to be okay being repulsive. Think of a magnet. When you try to put the wrong sides together, what do they do? They like separate no matter what. So if you want to be magnetic, tell your brain, like really identify with somebody who's also repulsive. <laughs> you know, you just have to. So you go into the convict, the conviction, right? And that count, I, I do that through embodiment, embodiment practices, embodiment of owning my story, the past, owning myself today. And then I also teach stepping into your future embodiment. But that's a whole different conversation. So there's that conviction. And then you come into, and they all work together. You come into the curiosity. You got to explore what it is in you that is unapologetic. Is it that you want to be silly online? Is it that you, and if you're curious, the curiosity piece comes in, why don't I want to be silly? What I hear a lot is, well, I feel like if I share my, my funny side, people aren't going to take me serious. Right. And it's like understanding it doesn't have to be one or the other. Who said it has to be one or the other? So the, a practice that I'll do with clients, I'm like, okay, I'll, a practice I'll do with my clients because that, that's a thing. Being funny or it's funny or sexy and sexy or smart and a businesswoman and serious, right? So like a little fun game I like to play with my clients is, okay, this piece of content, give it to me in your funniest way. What would it be, right? And I'll be, okay, now give it to me in the most serious, professional, let me put my suit on way, which you don't even wear a fucking suit. So Please stop with the branded suits if you don't wear suits, <laughs> pictures, um, and really owning like both sides of you and feeling into the depths of each personality side. So there's one that there's a curiosity piece that you got to know what is it in you that you want to share online and what is it that you're hiding? And this is where the inner work comes in. And that's, that can't be fake. I, I firmly believe that you can't be unapologetic online if you haven't gotten curious about who you are and done the inner work. I wish there was a pill to take to get over that, but that's my firm belief, you know? Yeah, curiosity, conviction. The last piece of that is community. Now, what I mean by this is if you want to be unapologetic and feel safe to, like like you did, feel sexy and dance sexy online, share a sexy, sensual side of you, get to know women that do that. Get in their energy, follow them, and find other accounts like them and follow them as well. And now this, this also takes that level of awareness and not to go into comparison and that, that mess as well, coming from a very, again, with the inner work, the, a very healed space and follow more accounts like that. Like one thing I always do is I have, there's like, you're one of them, by the way, there's like four or five accounts that I always tell my clients to follow, follow and favorite, favorite, because you want them to pop up on your feed more often. It's that energy. It's, it, if you want to shake your ass, look at girls who are healthily shaking their ass online and get to know them. I love that. I love that. I direct people to your to your account as well. Seriously. And, and I am directing myself to your account. Like I literally wrote in my journal a couple of days ago. I was like, I'm working one-on-one -on -one with Irene. Like your account, you as a person, like one, like we've talked about, like on our Instagram live is like, even though uh, we do similar work, the way that you do teach embodiment, and we all have those like 
pillars of our lives. And I love that you brought up like the importance of the inner work is we have different areas of our lives that we're like thriving in. We're doing so fucking well. Like for me, I say that's relationships. There are people who are not so strong in their relationships. That's like the area of their life that they need more love and need more tender attention to, you know, for me, it's showing up online, (laughs) showing up online. And that is because as I shared on our Instagram live, like that was always, uh, I, and that's also the importance of doing the inner work is that fear came from somewhere and you're, I'm very aware of where that came from but somehow that pattern will show up in different ways in different seasons in different levels uh, as I up level as I grow that comes back and that's a really important thing to acknowledge as well not just for me I know that for you for anyone is as you grow As you evolve, especially if you're an entrepreneur, there's always going to be that next level that you're at. These things don't go away. They don't ever fully go away. But how you respond and how you change your mindset and how your body responds, the physiological response, embodiment, feeling the sensations in your body and knowing, okay, it's still safe for me to do that because I feel safe in my body. It's not about dissolving fear. It's not about being fearless showing up online, like as if the fear isn't there. And that's the, these are the kind of chats that I've I've had to have with myself is the fear is always going to be there. It's how you choose to respond to the fear and letting your mission and your, uh, and your vision for the world to be louder than the fear. And that's why it's really important to like do the inner work, feeling safe, showing up online, but also integrating business as well, because I don't think, I think one and then showing up in your business authentically, they all kind of go hand in hand, business and personal life. You know, I want to speak to two things that you said in that. I want to speak the fear thing and then directly to what you said a second ago about because you were going through some emotional things, right? Like some emotional things behind the scenes and directly to that when you are having these highly um triggering activating whatever it is feelings and emotions it's again i'm gonna say it one more time like identifying as somebody who can show up that way but having systems in place to where again with the the awareness my content isn't always going to look the same but if you show up in your fullness in your entirety 90 percent of the time 80 percent of the time when you feel good your content's on point you feel good you show the fuck up the 10, 15, 20% that you're feeling off. And maybe it's just a repost that day, having things in your mind. Look, I feel like shit today. Like I'm crying on my couch all day. I'm going through X, Y, Z. I'm just going to repost my content today. And that's okay for me because that feels good. You're still showing up. You don't have to create this you know, fun video content every single day. It's going to look different. So giving yourself that permission to be like, you know what? I'm going through this really heavy thing. And I can relate to this. My mom. Like last year, we found out my mom had breast cancer out of nowhere. And my world was rocked, rocked, right? I, I, I was her rock. And of course, I had a couple of days where I, del- I didn't need to step away. And that I made it okay. But then when I was feeling like shit after that, I'm like, okay, what feels good to create today and making peace with, it's going to look different every day. So that's, that's the one thing, like prepare, preparing and then understanding it's going to look different. So the other thing I want to speak to what you said is about fear, the fe- that fear and I speak to this the same as doubt, self-doubt, fear, and judgment. Like the, those three things that I see prevalent the most in this space. Like you're, I look at like you're driving a car. You're in the driver's seat. 
and fear is in the passenger seat. It can be there. Fear can be sitting back there, but you know what? I'm the driver of the vehicle. I decide how fast, how slow, where we're going. I'm taking us there. Fear can be there. So we're going. And how can I get there with fear in the passenger side? Yes, absolutely. I love that you said that. Yes. And deciding where fear gets to sit. Does you want it to be the passenger? Do you want it to be in the backseat? You are in control. You are in control of it. The more that you focus on the vision and what feels good for you to create, this the quieter that fear gets. And the only way that fear gets quieter is by actually taking action on the things that you actually want to be doing. Even if it's some like a small little step, like I said in my story today, like I am in a season of my life right now. I think that a lot of people like, like just talking to people like the past couple of weeks, everyone's feeling this kind of like reset kind of energy. Uh, and I have been feeling like in a very different season of my life right now. So many things like coming to an end and, um, your energy is going to be different, but this is like the power of like letting people still not only your community, not only if you're, if you're listening to this and you're not an entrepreneur in your personal life as well, allowing yourself to be held, to be witnessed, to be seen, to be loved, to be heard no matter how you're feeling. Because chances are, if you're afraid of your community seeing you and hearing you and seeing you be yourself, chances are there's another area of your life that is also dealing with that as well. So everything is just so kind of like intermingled and life is just this beautiful, messy ball. And like we get to unravel it, but still be ourselves and allow people to like witness us being our unapologetic selves as well. So thank you for saying all of that. So you mentioned something a little bit earlier that I wanted to circle back to about um, like organizing content or planning content. And I wanted to ask like, okay, so one, you said reusing content. I think that's so fucking amazing because we think that we need to be the most original fucking like out of this world, Oscar worthy fucking piece of content, which stumps you in your in your tracks you're just like I'm gonna go and take action and you're just like oh no I I'm not creative enough so what would you say to someone who has that belief I am not to this I'm, I'm gonna have to tell this through a story through a story my jam is video content right I, I'm like I just love it and that's that's on the that's on the back burner for now I love video content well right now what's really popular and what's cooking or what everybody's doing are, and what I like to consume also is carousels, right? Cause I think like, give me the info potent quick, give it to me. So my creativity, although now you may be listening to this and be like, bitch, I want that creativity in the video content, right? But you got to understand that I was wanting something else. So I was putting my, what my instinct, my intuition wanted, I was good at to the side because I wanted to create carousels and I forced it. I was forced in it. I would sit there hours trying to make a fucking carousel, you know, pulling my hair out. So I'm like, you know what? I, I need to fuel what makes me feel creative. And now, now I'm going to get into real life. If you feel like you're not creative, are you sitting your ass at the laptop all day looking through Canva for templates or scrolling other people's content for inspiration? 
because that's not going to give you that creativity. You have to actually connect to your inner child, connect to your sexuality, your sacral chakra, connect to your root chakra. What's what you, what are you grounded in? What makes you feel sexy? Go to a dance class, go for a walk, get outside, get your workout to get your juices flowing and actually get into a conversation with somebody when you like, like how we're playfully talking. When you go off on tangents, the tangents are where your creativity is. So when you get in that safe space, so I, I would find that whenever I was out playing, I wanted to get home and record myself, record. So then one day I'm like, you know what? Fuck carousels. I'm going to lean into what feels good for me, you know? And for me, it was video content. Now, maybe for you, that could be writing captions. You know, I find that a lot of people hide behind captions as well. It's like hiding behind the canvas feed. Hiding. I see that a lot. But lean into what you are creative at. Stop thinking, I'm not creative. You're creative in something. You're good at something. Is it captions? Is it a carousel? Is it like whatever the thing is? Do more of that. Commit to, so this now back to my story. I'm just going to do video content for as long as I feel like it, right? And the moment I let go of that pressure to create carousels, to be creative in carousels, and I'm doing the air bunny quotes. Cause I was dying to, I want to be creative. I want to make carousels. Cause to me, that was creative to me. My natural creativity of video content wasn't shit. It wasn't enough. But the moment I leaned into what I was good at now, spoiler alert, this could be your creativity is playing the fucking piano. That's going to get your juices flowing. So while we're talking about content, I'm going to tell you, go play that fucking piano for 20 minutes. Then tell me what you want to create. Cause don't talk, don't talk to me. If you're sitting at your laptop for two hours and tell me you're stuck go play, then let's talk, right? So the moment that I leaned into the video content, all and, and gave up, I don't want to say gave up, I say gave up playfully, okay? But gave up on carousels. The moment I did that, I shit you not, I couldn't shut the fuck up with carousels. And why? Because I got in my flow of video. I got in my flow of how I'm speaking, how I'm talking, instead of stunting my creativity, I let her fuck, I let my freak flag fly. And carousels just start happening. So the short answer, if you feel like you don't have your creativity and how do I find my creative side, you have to do what makes you creative. And chances are, it's not going to be content. Chances are, it's going to be, I don't know, hula hooping, going to a dance class, going to work out, playing a, an instrument. It's going to be something else. And then sit there and be like, or dancing in your house, then think, okay, what do I, what do I want to create? Be really honest with yourself and calming the fuck down, sit down for a moment after you're having fun and be like, talk to your intuition. I speak about this a lot, connecting to your intuition. Close your damn pretty little eyes and ask yourself like, what do I want to create today? And the first thing that comes in your mind, not after you're scrolling Instagram though, okay? This is after you're playing or dancing without looking at anybody else. The first thing that comes to your mind, that's the magic. Follow the breadcrumbs of excitement and I promise you, if you keep doing that, it'll start flowing out of you. That was so, so valuable. And something that I also want to say on that is like, this is also how you like build self-trust. And I feel like the more you answer the call, like when your intuition, when the divine is using you as this channel, how to open up your channel wide the fuck open is by actually listening and taking action on that thing that was said to you. I can't tell you how many fucking notes I have in my, in my phone that I'm like, okay, 
message received, got it. And then I just end up putting it on the back burner. But I have that there. We have that at our disposal. And I know that I'm not the only one who fucking does this. That is there. Use it. Even if you did something like writing it down, take a look at it and be like, God, what did you mean by that? And I swear I've done this before and it gets louder and louder. And you're like, oh, okay. That's what you meant. Cause it's like sometimes like a one-liner or a word and you're like, okay, what does that mean? And then you're just like looking around like, what am I supposed to do with that? Just like when you're in that state that you're bringing up, play, getting back in touch with yourself, your inner child. What did you love to do? I was literally talking to my therapist about this yesterday. I was like, I used to love having hot chocolates. I haven't had a hot chocolate in like 15 years. And I'm like, I'm going to go and get myself a hot chocolate. Like little things like ask yourself, check in with yourself. What would, what do I need right now? And when you're like in that state, having fun, listening to yourself and trusting what comes through, even if it means like taking a nap, whatever it is, honor that and everything else just starts to become more clear. And something that I said on my story today about, I just had a feeling about how our call would go before, like we're so connected, like energetically, like I knew this call would pop the fuck off, but like are you going to answer the call when you're being called on? Like we are all here for a reason. And I believe there are these subtle whispers every damn day guiding you, telling you what to do, what your next step should be, what you should post, what you should create. It's your mind that's going to tell you, that's going to censor you and be like, well, you can't do that. That's weird. Never saw that. I've never seen that done before. And then you talk yourself out of it. Like, Tap the fuck in as often as you can. And these creative things that you said, like hula hooping, playing piano, all of these things is also like the hypnotic state. Hypnosis, guys. I know we talked about this before, but hypnosis has been game changing for me and breath work, but like, cause breath work is also getting in the hypnotic state. Um, but those kind of tools tapping into and releasing kind of that like energetic gunk, but also having fun while doing it. Cause I have a fucking blast doing it, um, is really powerful as well. You know, all of this. Yes. I, you know what, wait, you said something a second ago and I really wanted to touch on that. All right. So circling back to the intuition part, and your hot chocolate. It's like, you have to look at your intuition, like a relationship, right? So when you're in this meditative, hypnotic breath work, this, this state, and you get this intuitive hit. And if you do not listen to your inner guidance or intuition, how do you expect to come back next time and be like, what do I do now? What should I create? What should I post? What, uh, what, what business decision should I make? Right? If, if she doesn't feel like you're going to take action on the small things that she tells you, She's not going to feel safe to tell you again, oh, this is the business decision. Yes, that person's for you. Oh, no, that person's not. So you have to listen to your intuition on the small things to build that relationship. Because if you're not taking action or listening to her, she's not going to keep coming back. And who do you think you are to come back and keep asking her for things if you're not taking action on it? Right? So like your intuitive hits are so fucking important. And the way I'm going to get to the hot chocolate thing in a second, but the way that I like manage these on these intuitive hits, I have a WhatsApp, a WhatsApp chat with myself. 
and I voice note it on WhatsApp. I'll say the thing because what's cool about WhatsApp is that you, you can put a text afterward and put the arrows. This is about that. You know, I have a whole WhatsApp chat with myself, hearing my voice in the moment with the content idea, the business idea, the thing that's like, that has been really game changing because when you listen to it later, you get to get back into that energy you were in when you were feeling it. The thing with your inner child wanting to come out and play with hot chocolate. This is your inner guidance, your intuition, your inner child telling you, bitch, I want hot chocolate, you know, give it to her. And I guarantee you, if you spend time with this hot chocolate, get it, like make it a whole experience to where you get to, you know, dress up a certain place, sit in your little couch or outside or whatever that looks like for you, make it an experience. Just watch what flows through you more than once. Like, keep, you know, make it a habit maybe and watch what comes through you because you're following the intuition that's your inner child wanting the hot chocolate. You might want to dance with it. Yes. <laughs> Whipped cream, a little cherry on top. Of course. I fucking love that. Thank you. I am going to do that. I love that. And it's like, it's in this that we're talking about. Like, this is how you build self-trust and actually do what you say you're going to do. If you say you're going to do it and you don't do it, this is why you keep letting yourself down. You're just going to keep letting yourself, and you're going to be in this vicious cycle of just like, I never take action on the things I'm going to say I want to do. And you're just in this like cycle, like actually go, actually go listen, go do it. This is the thing with the three C's that I talked about earlier, community, conviction, and curiosity, that conviction piece. Now this hot chocolate thing, for example, you are so convicted and where this hot chocolate experience wants to come from. Let's say you do create content out of it or use it for something. You don't care what people think about it. It's like, I love this so much. And there's a, right now I'm using hot chocolate as the example, but the example could be you sharing funny, you sharing sexy, you sharing a dancing video, right? You're so convicted in this hot chocolate slash slash whatever content it is because it came from your intuition. You're so convicted in it. No matter what anybody says, they're going to express it online unapologetically. So it comes down to, again, it's one of those things where I wish I could say, here's a pill. Here's a content prompt, right? It's not that. It's identity. It's the mindset work behind it. And I look at it this way. Vulnerability is a window. It's a door to getting to know somebody and meeting them where they're at. Now, actually, let me reverse a little bit. This is how I explain to you share vulnerability, whatever it is. It could be part of your story. It could be sharing the sexy side of you, whatever the vulnerability is. Use it in the sense of here's a format. Vulnerability leads to the transformation and the middle part is going to be the steps, the content, the journey. So look at it this way. You may be sharing a very vulnerable piece. Let's say it's a funny and you're worried about people going to think I'm um, dumb if I share my funny side. Okay, so take us to the journey to the smart side. Now, this is very like on the surface, okay? I'm talking about it. But take us to the journey, share the funny silly, and then whoop, pop in and be like, this is why this is me. Share the facts, share the education, share the quote, quote, smartness, the thing that you think is not, the thing that you think is the opposite of funny. Share both within the same story. So there's a purpose to vulnerability. The vulnerability is how you're going to meet somebody where they're at. And then take them through the journey to the end point of transformation. So like I see this a lot with sharing part of your story, right? Like, oh, it's going to make me seem weak uh, or not like a leader if I share that part of my story, the mistakes I make, right? But if you share the mistakes, there's a vulnerable piece. Share the, tr the you today. 
Now you're showing, I'm not that person anymore. That's actually showing that you're a leader because you become the walking billboard of what you're selling, what you're offering, what you're preaching. That's embodied content. Now you're embodied in your content by showing us, not just telling us, I can teach you how to get over, you know, self-doubt. I'm showing you. I did it. Yes. Yes. This is you walking your talk. This is, is yeah, embodied leadership. Absolutely. So I want to circle back to something that you said about sharing your story. And I know that we talked about this. You guys have to go watch the Instagram live that we did together because it was incredible. And I really opened up. I think I did a, a podcast episode in more detail about what we talked about on uh, on the Instagram live. But where do you draw the line on sharing online versus oversharing? So remember when like you talked about earlier on about like like emotional dumping, like we don't do that. So how would you know the difference between something that's valuable and something worth sharing online versus oversharing or like emotional dumping? I always put like, I always like, yeah, we don't have rules, but I do think there are certain rules to sharing vulnerable parts of your story, parts of your life. And the biggest one that I have is that it should not be something fresh, that it should be something that you've already worked through because when you are... If you're going through it at the time, let's say you're going through a, you know, God forbid somebody's going through, I don't even want to put that energy out there. So something bad, right? You're going through something very hard in your real life. You are in a vulnerable state. So anybody's comments, projection, they are going to hurt because you're still unsure of what's going on. So where I say draw the line is if you haven't fully worked through it, it shouldn't be shared online yet. Because chances are you can't hold somebody's opinions and why if you're putting yourself in the line of fire. So I think that, and I like, I explain it this way. Think about when you go through a breakup, when you went through a breakup in your past, how tough was it to see that person the first couple of months or even talk to somebody about him, right? Like you're emotional. You want to cry. It's sad. And it's like, you can't, it's like, I just want to get it all out. But two, three, four, four years go by. You run into him with this new person. You're like, Oh, Bye. You don't even look. You don't even think about it. That's how you want to feel about something vulnerable that you're sharing online. And if it's fresh, it probably shouldn't be shared yet. Wow. I love that take. And I love that because I know that you as a creator, as you're going through something difficult and icky and heavy, you're like, this is the gem. This is the shit. Cause that's, cause that's how I think I'm just like, I'm going through it, but this is us being the embodiment of our work that even though things can feel really rough and really rocky and, uh, unpredictable, you're going through it so that you can talk about it eventually. And then you'll be that person that's able to lead other people through that. And it's so funny that you said that because literally in May of this year, before I got married, as I was in the thick of it, I literally said to my coaches, I was like, I'm going to do bridal coaching. I want to do a bridal experience somehow for women who are like brides or brides to be, or even wives who are going through it so that they know the steps on how to actually manage themselves in the thick of it, in the chaos. And I came up with that in May before I got married. And now that I actually have come to the finish line, I'm like, 
Fuck yeah. Like I shouldn't, thank God I didn't launch it in May when I had the idea because the idea came to me then. And now I'm just like, wow, like you, I had to go through it. I went through a lot of fucking shit, but now on the other side of it, I haven't really talked about it yet openly on any of my socials, but I love that you said that because I feel like I was unconsciously doing that, but I feel like a lot of people feel that pressure of, even though I'm going through some shit right now, I should still show up. But coming back to what you said a little bit earlier is what would feel good for me to share right now? And honestly, the bride stuff has not felt good for me to share just yet. I know I will get there. I'm so pro- I'm going to be a bride again next week in a week and a half. But when I get there, holy shit, the, the, the fire hose that is going to be coming, but I'm still going through it. So thank you for saying that. That's such a valuable lesson. And you know what? It doesn't mean that like even this awareness, having this awareness that we just talked about could change your perspective going forward. Let's say, you know, this situation or something else that's going on, you can still share little tidbits of it because there's another part to this to where it's the emotions are fresh in you. So your wording is going to be pretty fucking good. It's going to be passionate words to the feeling what it's like. And you can share little bits and pieces that aren't necessarily the emotion part. You can say like, you know, if you're going through X, Y, Z, this can help you, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to say, I'm, you know, I'm going through this right now. It's really frustrating. Da, 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 da. You don't have to say that. You can package it in another way to, sh- to like tease your audience, leave little bits every now and then that, yo, like, oh yeah, it makes sense. She's talking about the bridal things. Cause I've heard her every now and then talking about it along the way for the last month or so. <laughs> so what do you think is the most valuable lesson that you've learned through online expression. So I know that before you even became an expression coach, you have such a beautiful story. We should have started with that, but like, here we are. I want, like, how did you even find your own voice before even becoming an expression coach? Mm -hmm. I lost it to find it. So, you know, growing up in a home where, you know, I grew up in an abusive home. Um, I got beat with a belt till I was about 16 and I I was in that family where, you know, wearing midriffs was bad. I would get hit because I wore a midriff. My shorts were too short. You know, the first time that I learned it was, it was not safe to use my voice. I spoke out against a little trigger warning. If anybody has any abuse, you know, I'm going to speak about domestic abuse and short briefly, but in part of my story, you know, my father used to hit my mom. And I remember at a very young age, this is, this is the moment in time I learned that my voice was bad. I would get people in trouble. My dad, he was hitting her. I called the cops, called the cops and my dad got arrested, you know, and and he was very young and my dad's a beautiful human today. And he was back then too. He just lost. Um, and you know, as he was leaving, he looked at me and said something to me that I, to this day, I'd never forget. You know, I was like, Irene, is this what you wanted as he's going away in handcuffs? right? Is this what you wanted? And my mom's over there bleeding. You know, I'm like, I don't know what I wanted right now. All I know is that by me speaking up, I was 12. By me speaking up, my my dad got in trouble. My dad got in trouble. My dad went to jail. My mom didn't have a job. We didn't have money. I learned by using my voice, we fucking struggle. That was at a very young age, you know? And then, so from then on, come into adulthood, you know, daddy issues, which I've 
can clearly say this, not until this year, I'm like way older, you know, they're healed. I've, I've healed. I've made peace with the, the whole daddy issue thing. Thank you, baby Jesus, which is a big part of my expression. Huge. Cause I always wanted to be daddy's little girl. I, my entire life, I wanted to make up for that one day. I want to please daddy, but daddy wasn't okay with midriffs. Daddy wasn't okay with Irene, you know, dancing around and being fun and silly and all sexy. God, no. So fast forward to adulthood in my twenties, I woke up one day on my birthday with Bell's palsy. Now, if you don't know what Bell's palsy is, it's when half of your face becomes paralyzed. So I call it my Quasimodo years. Like I literally looked like fucking Quasimodo. Half of my face was droopy, droopy. I had to wear a patch on my eye. Kids would look at me when I was out. What happened to your face, Irene? What's wrong with your face? You know, so, and this is in my twenties. And think about this. Like when you're getting to know somebody, a guy, for, um, for example, what do you do? You stare at each other's eyes. Oh, I love you. I couldn't make eye contact with people. I was quick. So what did I do? I learned to use my body to connect with men. So this is the second big thing where I lost my connection to self. I was using my body to connect. So people wouldn't get to know me, look at my face. So now when it comes to expression, I'm a personal brand. My face is all over the internet. You guys, there was about, it's either like between eight and 11 months when it was really bad. I did not look at myself in the fucking mirror. When I washed my face my, and looked at my eyes were closed most of the time, I could not. I would cry if I did. I wouldn't go out in public. I wouldn't eat people. I would eat in my room alone because I didn't want people to see me, my face. I could not look at my face without crying. Almost, uh, almost a year. And then after that, the aftermath, it's actually still there somewhat today. It's still there. I've just learned how to manage it. I know how to move myself on camera to where this is, this is old me to where it didn't bother me. But today I don't care. Today I pointed, I pointed out to my audience, you know? So the fact that I'm a personal brown, I face all over the internet when I would cry looking at myself in the mirror and I couldn't use my voice for so long is insane. And the, the, the vehicle that brought me home to this, thank you for seeing me in this. The vehicle that brought me home to this, two things, gratitude in the most basic form, gratitude and self-love, absolute fucking obsession with myself, you know, and being radically honest with, you know, like, you know, we hear affirmations, we do affirmations, like you're beautiful, you're this or that. I did not think I was beautiful. And a key to what I did to help me accept myself fully I looked at my as mirror work, like I've never heard anybody talk about it this way. The opposite of mirror work, like negative mirror talk work. I looked at myself in the mirror and I told myself exactly what I thought. You're fucking ugly. You failed me. You know, I looked at my face and you fucking failed me. Like what's wrong with you? I sat there and I would cry and see myself in this thinking I was ugly. And like that, that's counterintuitive to what we teach, what I teach, you know, not anymore though. I haven't worked with somebody who's at that level in a long time, but if, if, if you are somebody who's really struggling with self-worth, self-value, I'm going to say like, sit with yourself, look in the mirror, tell yourself exactly what you think then follow up with love. Cause I, and I did this. I followed up with so much love. After I said the things I cried, emotions last 90 seconds, you know, cried. And I held myself in so much love and gratitude and told her that, but it doesn't mean I don't love you. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to show up for you. And little by little, this practice just grew into something where I became healthily, healthily obsessed with myself, healthily obsessed with every little quirk, every little crooked smile, every picture that normally I would hate. I began to love it. Irene, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you. That is like 
I, I had no idea. I'm like at a loss of words. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the work that you do. Thank you for, I'm going to get emotional. Like, <laughs> like your work is so life changing. Like you've already like <sighs> changed my life and like you're changing the fucking world. That is just, wow. Irene, thank you for sharing that. That was so <laughs> beautiful. And like, being honest with yourself on how you're <laughs> feeling like that is I love that you said that because so much like modern you know manifestation practices will be like sit there and, and tell yourself sorry I'm getting so emotional I've never actually cried on the podcast so this is this is a very vulnerable state for me as well <laughs> but um modern practices will tell us say these positive things say these things to yourself and then eventually you'll believe them it doesn't fucking work it doesn't work it doesn't until you're like i'm gonna get real with myself how do i actually feel and you gave yourself permission to actually (laughs) say this is how i feel right now this is exact and then you shift that into love but not dismissing this is actually how i'm feeling right now that is so powerful. That is so, so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And you're just like, you're changing the fucking world. I had no idea. Wow. Mm. Oh, I'm feeling all the emotions right now. I'm in awe of you. I, I just, what a powerful, it turned into something 10 times more powerful than I already knew it was going to be, you know, and in that, in that piece of what, of what you're saying, why that's that much more important is because if you're sitting there telling yourself these positive affirmations and you're not believing it, but you're allowing it to happen. You're just giving yourself more mistrust. You're teaching your body that that weird feeling of, Oh, I don't think that, but I'm letting it happen is okay. And it's normal. And you're, you're showing yourself radical honesty and radical trust that I don't, you know, when you say the negative things, you see yourself in it, but I still love you. You can be grouchy, bitchy, think you're ugly, think you're big, think you're skinny, think all these things. And I still love you. I commit to being better. That's it. I commit to being better. That's the key. It's a commitment. Because if you're not committed to being better, you're just going to stay in that self-loathing place and you're not going to get better because you have no desire to feel better. And I know how it feels to feel like you're in this never-ending dark hole spiraling out of control. It's that willingness. It's that commitment. How do you even desire to feel about yourself? I desire to be loved. I desire to be held. When you check in with how you want to feel within yourself, how you want to love yourself, first and foremost, that is how you also set yourself up to be loved by others as well. I didn't know, like I've been in a relationship with my now husband for almost six years now. And when I first started dating him, I had like zero self-awareness, was like, you know, doing my thing, being the pipe of the party. And then when I started this work, it's like, 
I actually can now like healthily communicate how I just like what I need from him in the moment, how, what I desire to feel, what I need from him, what I need from myself. But it started with me going there first. How can I communicate to somebody else what I desire if I haven't shown up for myself in that way? And so it honestly, all of it, business success, self-expression, your relationships, your job, whatever it is, your friendships, your family dynamic, everything in your life starts with you and starts with that commitment and starts with that devotion and that conviction that I am worthy. I speak with conviction because I know I am worthy of love. I am worthy of being seen and just, oh my God, this call was so fucking good. So I know you have your upcoming masterclass. I would love for you to share. I'm joining guys. You join, I'm joining. I'm coming. (laughs) (laughs) There's one more piece I want to say really quick. Fresh put it this way. When you are expressing yourself fully and you allow all your different personalities, are you ready for this? You guys, in, in business, this is going to blow your mind when you think this. You appeal to more people, actually. You appeal to the people that like, the, that are drawn to the bubbly. Then you appeal to the people that are drawn to a little more, when, like when you're not feeling as bubbly as you normally are, you speak differently. Then you appeal to some other people that are drawn to that. And then when you're feeling fun and flirty, you're going to appeal to different people. That's more people you can sell to. It's like, it's simple math. (laughs) It's simple math. (laughs) I love that you said that because I feel like me included, the way that we show up, we think that we need to be high vibe, bubbly. This is my own wound I'm talking about because I got praised as being the bubbly one. Oh, your energy is so magnetic. And on the days where I was not feeling that way, I felt like hiding away. I felt like I'm not going to speak. I'm not going to show up. Today, I'm not feeling like my bubbly self on this episode. It's deep as fuck, but I knew I'm going to still show up because I had a feeling that we were just, I knew it was going to be fucking amazing. But like, Whatever mood that you're in or whatever version you are, you are worthy of being seen, loved, witnessed. Your voice is valued no matter what mood. You're you're not too heavy. You're not too much. You're not too weird. You don't love too hard. All of these kinds of things that you tell yourself, like these are all extremely valuable pieces of you that make you, you. And when you can own that whole cycle and that whole spectrum of who you are, it makes life so fucking delicious and so enjoyable. And you get to squeeze all that life has to offer because you love and know that you're worthy of it all because you know that deep down. You don't need that from anybody else but you. Amen. I fucking love you. This was amazing. So good. So good. Okay, so I wanted I want you to share with everybody what a great call. What your masterclass is about and also how people can work with you, how people can get in your energy and to learn from you. Yeah, so what's coming out? Actually, I just launched it yesterday. It's a masterclass. It's a low ticket $37 masterclass. And I it's all about the three C's that I which I talked about earlier. So I go into detail about those and where it extends to is I go over content for for the different different types of content you can create to, like I just said a second ago, your expression speaks to different buyers. More people are attracted to you while you are going to repulse some, you can attract more people, more sales, because you want to use your expression to, uh, to attract the emotional buyer. Then you can use your expression, how you're expressing yourself to attract the detailed 
type A buyer. Then, you know, there's different kinds of buyers out there. So I'm going to go over specific content types and, how to, and get some examples. Great to speak to the different buyers using your expression and how to create safety. So that's my next called Express. It's called Express and Embodied. And I do have a program coming out in a couple of weeks that's all around manifesting. I kind of want to tell you the name because it's so good. Can I show you? It's up to you, but I'm open to hearing it. I'm going to release it because it makes sense for what we just talked about. And you're going to understand exactly why I named it this. Are you ready? It's called Manifesting Mayhem. Oh my God. I love that. Yes. Manifesting Mayhem. It's going down. I'm excited for that. It's going to be a longer course, very, very embodiment and content heavy course, meaning we're going to create video content together and templates, prompts, and all the fun, juicy things that we do together. So to get in my world, the easiest way right now and live will be the masterclass that's in about two Amazing. I will see you guys there. I am 100%. Oh, it's in two weeks. I'm on my honeymoon, but I'll watch the replay. About you. That's how we just, just started chatting in the DMs. Okay, Irene, what's your Instagram handle again? It's Irene Veronica underscore three times. It's annoying, but it's all there was. Irene Veronica underscore underscore underscore. <laughs> Veronica with a C, not a K. We like kinky K though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? Find me on Instagram. I love new people. If you follow me after listening to this podcast, please tell me that where you came from and come say hi. Come say hi in the DMs, the comments. Like I love meeting new people. I know. I love that about you. That's how we just just started chatting in the DMs. Yeah. (laughs) Irene, thank you so much for coming. It was insane. Thank you. It was amazing. You are such a gift to the world. I am so glad that we got around to doing this and it was just better than I even imagined. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you resonated with what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review and by sharing it with a friend. If you aren't already following me on social media and would love to soak up more empowering content, follow amandamalandrino.co or visit my website at amandamalandrino.com. I appreciate and love you so much for being here and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode.